Hello? What does this do? That bumps up the volume. What does this button do? That's very helpful. I now know what this button does. It makes my brother cry. by Dick's Sporting Goods, unless someone real decides to sponsor us, this is Boy Meets World Fever, and I'm one of your hosts, Cameron. And I'm your other host, Chance. Howdy there, Chance. Hey, Cam, how are you? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Chance. Happy birthday to you. That was lovely. Thank you. I had to take the high harmony with myself. I kind of hate you a little bit, but yes. It's Chance's birthday. It is. It is also Halloween. Yes. So by the time you're hearing this, the whole world will be different. Mm -hmm. Yep. Most likely. At least in America. It is my uh, 32nd birthday. Yours was a month and a week ago. He's old now. It's true. Uh, Cameron and I are now the same age. He's basically dilapidating before my eyes mm-hmm. right now. Falling apart. Uh, my birthday will be over in like three hours. Has it been all right? It's been a great birthday. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Well, it's been a weird week here in our fair city. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who are around here, you already know. But if you don't, just a big ice storm, freak ice storm in the end of October that took out a lot of electricity. And yeah. we've been out of school for, we'll be out of school for six days total including the weekend so nothing quite like a six-day weekend yeah to really reinvigorate you i've talked about and we've had my friend on from northern montana so i know winter weather i've always known winter weather but the last big ice storm uh in oklahoma the last real big one was 2007 uh when we were seniors in high school actually Hmm. and i got down here and i was like winter weather in oklahoma what could that even mean like, I was very snooty about it. And then just ice fell from the sky. I don't know if you know this, Cameron. That doesn't happen other places. Here it does. Now, you out there in Listenerville who are maybe from a cold place like me are thinking like, oh, ice falls from the sky all the time. Not like this. This is literally like Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat is in the clouds just like blasting things that freeze entirely. Like, it's really hard to describe. But I just remember this moment in 2007 going outside and my mom's car had an antenna and being like, that antenna is frozen in a perfect cylinder. Mm-hmm. How is that possible? Yeah, it's wild. We have this great big tree in our backyard that we really love and um, it lost quite a few branches mm-hmm. because it just storm. Because it's just like ice and then a little more ice and a little more ice and then suddenly the tree is just like, all right, I can't take this anymore and just will break. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. And lots of people lost power. People are still without power. Mm-hmm. My power was flickering this morning. Yeah. I don't know if it was related. It's I nuts. would assume. It's crazy. Uh, I know someone, uh, a very close friend, who a tree branch fell on their, their like outdoor chairs and just smashed them. Mm, that's not Smashed good. them entirely. That being said, I had a great week. It's been a great birthday week for me. Yeah, we didn't actually lose power, but for like an hour. We oh, were yeah. very fortunate. I had some cold nights. So we've just been hanging out, and uh, I invited Chance to come over, but he did not. It's true. I, I didn't. Uh, I'm yeah. not that cold. He it's was, true. but I'm not. Yes, it's true. He did invite me over. It's true. I'm at his lovely home now, in his richly <laughs> upholstered sofas over there. Truly, this is paradise. Truly, it is paradise. Anyway, so we are getting started. I guess we can just get started. Get started with what? With the episode. What episode? What are we doing? I forget. <laughs> yes. You're old now. <laughs> I'm old. I'm we senile. are on the radio. Oh, is that what a podcast is? Is this like radio on demand? Sort of. Yeah, it is. That's how I explained it to my parents one time. It's a, it's a good explanation. Yeah. Did you say our show's somewhere smack dab in the middle of like, somewhere between Serial and My Brother, My Brother and Me? Somewhere between those two. <laughs> Is us. At least that's where I think tonally we try to be. I, I guess that's that's fairly true. I don't know how serial relates to it. 
the crime of how this show isn't about Sean Hunter. When Topanga's missing again. I can't believe Topanga's missing again. Let's just get this out of the way. Where is she? Why is she not This is a good episode, episode, but this like knocked it down for me that Topanga's not even there. Yeah. What is what is happening? Why does this show not want to use its best character? Doesn't make any sense. I yeah. I mm, no. Not okay with it. Um, this episode is mostly about Sean, so it's a little more forgivable. Mm-hmm. And some Turner. Yeah. And some Eric. So they got three pretty heavy hitters. They do. Carrying the weight of the show today. They do. But if Topanga was there, it'd just be amazing. Yeah, it would be a better episode if Topanga was in it. Huh. So annoying. Soapbox done for now. We'll so, bring it back out. Well, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Um... So yeah, I guess we can just jump into it. Yeah, we can just dive right in. Double lie. Double lie. Uh, are we? Tr- is the summary of the person who doesn't do the intro? Right. Is that so how we're you. doing it? Yeah. Okay. We're in new territory here, everybody. Yeah. As you might know. And that was a whole week ago that we figured out. There's been the system. a lot of electricity loss. There has. There's been ice falling Since from the sky. Point. I've been very distracted by things. It's just been a long time. It feels like mm-hmm. years. Yes. Um, the school it girl, I suppose, uh, Veronica Watson. Uh, and you have to say it that way. You're not allowed to say it any other way. Veronica Watson. You can't just say Veronica. You no. can't say Ronnie. You can't say Miss Watson. It's Veronica Watson. Veronica Watson. And then everyone has to stare at her. Um, yes. She breaks up with her boyfriend. And Sean, very respectfully, gives her time to heal. About 30 seconds, and then asks her out for Friday. She says no for Friday, and he says, how about Saturday? And she says yes. So, very respectful, very mournful of this serious thing. I'm kidding. High school relationships are jokes. We'll talk about it. Anyway, uh, he wants to have the date, but he's staying at the Matthews because Mr. Turner is going out of town uh, to a wedding. Uh, they have their date. It's not enough for Sean. He needs more. He takes her to his uh, apartment, uh, that he shares with Mr. Turner to find dun dun dun. Mr. Turner's there with a girl. Oh no. He lied to him. You're going into so much detail here. It's like, what else are we going to have to talk about? <laughs> Podcast's over in 10 minutes. I, it's my synopsis. I know. you. It's very detailed, but it's just like, you're editorializing I am. It's true. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to add a little showmanship. Okay. Take pride in what you do. Well, and then, I, actually, right after I said, uh, Mr. Turner is there with a the girl and he lied to him, I was going to say, and then hilarity sort of ensues. Halfway ensues. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's the synopsis for the episode. Uh, it's all about lies. Lies on lies on lies. Double lies, really. Sort of. We'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into it. I don't know. Title isn't my favorite. Oh, well, go into the title. Not Let's yet. do it. We're not there yet. We need to discuss other things. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, uh, Corey and Sean begin the episode by gleefully watching a couple in high school break up. Mm-hmm. Just like, a, like it's a spectator sport, mm-hmm. basically. And like they don't even care that they're sitting there watching and providing color commentary. And providing color. Sean's like, Sean's like and I never want to see you again. Like, you would say, like... I hope they get a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Lock it in the pocket. Lock it. It's like quarterback sneak. Yeah. That's all the football terms I know. Does does every guy just give a locket to the girl they're dating? I don't. I, I never did. You never gave a locket? You're married. Yeah. So I turned out okay. Okay. What would you put in a locket as a high schooler? Um, maybe a bit of your hair. I don't know. Yeah. Cameron, how do you feel about high school relationships? Um, I, I have no strong opinion. Well. One way or the other. Eighth, eighth, eighth grader relationships. Um, what is that? Yeah, that's not a thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. This episode is very funny to me. Um, but one of the things I just keep thinking about is like, mm, these are eighth graders. Uh-huh. These are eighth graders. But yes, uh, Corey says, you need to hurry, Sean. Word of their breakup. It's going to get go, around fast. It's going to get around fast. Like, no, I need to respect what her and Dennis. I think so. Yeah, something Went like through. that. Went uh, through. Give her some time. Give her some time. And then All right, that's long enough. Like, yeah. that was literally about how long it took. Yep. And then immediately turns down, and he's like, hey, Veronica. And she's like, if you're going to ask me out for Friday, I don't think I'm ready. Okay, I respect that. How about Saturday? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, which is very funny. It's a it's a great exchange. It's very. Mm-hmm. He means very high school. Yeah, it's very high school. This one, <laughs> like Veronica Watson. If I could be a fly on the wall. Yep. <laughs> if I was like, you're gonna, you're gonna be there. You're gonna be there, maroon. I like that he used the word maroon. Mm-hmm. We should use that more. Or should um, we? I should look it up. Did your school have like an it girl where if she was single, all the guys like stampeded down the hallway? No, but I went to pretty small schools, so. I mean, we had, like, the popular girls or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't just, like, one. No. There was no singular Veronica Watson. Yeah, there was no, like, stampeding that took place. No. It's probably good. Yeah. And maybe maybe it's an eighth grade thing, and I just don't remember. I don't remember eighth grade very well. I don't think that that was a thing. <laughs> no? You don't think in eighth grade there was just a girl that... Everybody wanted to make out with all the time. That everyone wanted to make out with all the time. These are eighth graders. <laughs> I just want to bring that up. Just one more time. Keep coming back to that. Eighth grade. They're eighth graders. And this entire episode is pretty much about one eighth grader wanting to make out with another eighth grader. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's older. I don't know. It's, she's a freshman. It's true. And mate, Sean is about a year ahead of uh-huh. everybody else in age. It's true. We've established it. So Mr. Turner does say he's fifteen in does this episode. He? Uh, he says, "What's a fifteen-year-old boy gonna do?" Like, oh yeah, you should not be bringing uh-huh. dates back to apartments. Yeah. So I guess he is fifteen, though that still puts him in eighth grade because we know he's a year ahead. He's a year older. Mm-hmm. So now I think later episodes will start conflicting with me saying that they're eighth graders and put them in ninth grade. But right now the timeline has to say that they are in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. There is no reason. No reason to, that it wouldn't be. Wouldn't be. Yeah. And as far as we know, when Eric or when Corey is a freshman, Eric should be a freshman in college because they are four years apart. Mm-hmm. So everything tells us that they're still in eighth grade. If you're out there like, no, they're not in eighth grade. They're in ninth grade. Clearly. Timeline doesn't support that yet. Not yet. So, just getting that thrown out I think out even the DVD stuff, the letter from Mark Jacobs talks about how they're in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says in season four is when they skip ahead oh, okay. and age them up. Okay. So, direct from the producer. Did you watch the DVD commentary? No, it wasn't commentary. It was just like a note written on the inside. Okay. It's like he wrote me a note. He's they, like, I'm going to write him a note. Except Mark Jacobs is wrong. Michael Jacobs? You're right, Michael Jacobs. I said it wrong. Yeah, Mar- Michael Jacobs is wrong. Uh, they never aged them up. Their ages are perfect. We just have to figure it out. Minkus is messing with time again. <laughs> that may be what we have to go to for a few things. Um, all right, so there is that. Um, uh, and I just feel like we're seeing Sean at like his him- himbo greatness. Yeah, yeah, Sean is great here. I, I have a note here somewhere. Um, oh, yeah, I just feel like this is peak Sean. Like, this is when Sean is, like, fully Sean. Uh-huh. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know how to describe that. Like, super girl obsessed. Yeah, girl obsessed, an idiot. Uh-huh. Like. But, but lovable. De- definitely lovable. Definitely. Um, Corey tells him, like, I'll ask my parents if it's okay. And Sean is just like. What? What, yeah, what are you talking about? He's like, remember, Turner told you you're staying at my place because he's going out of town. He's like, Turner never told me that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I was standing right there. Where was I? <laughs> yep, where was I? Um, and then they see him pass, so they go talk to him. He's like, so Corey tells me you're going out of town this weekend. <laughs> Corey tells you. <laughs> Corey tells you. I told you that. And he's like, Sean, or Turner, we've been over this. When adults talk, I just hear a buzzing noise. Mm-hmm. Which connects with, mm-hmm. I forget the name of the episode. Pop quiz. Yes, pop quiz. Same, same deal. Which is like, when adults talk, I hear this buzzing noise. Like, I'll talk over it. Yeah. Uh, Turner's going to a wedding. Uh, So Sean has to stay Mm -hmm. with the Matthews. Yep. And Turner's all like, or Corey tells Turner, he's like, he has a date with Veronica Watson. And then Turner's like, oh, well, let me just, let me just cancel. I'll call my buddy, have him move his wedding. And 300 chicken Kievs will have died in vain. For Mm -hmm. some reason, that line's always stuck with me. Like my whole life. I think about him saying that. Three chicken Kievs. 300 dying. chicken Kievs dying in vain. Um, and Sean's just like, oh, thank you so much, man. That really touched me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Really funny. And Jonathan uses his catchphrase, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. That's a good catchphrase. <laughs> it's a good catchphrase. Uh, we should have a segment called, are you kidding me? Just talking about life. What do we talk about? Um, I will tell you three random facts. 
and you have to figure out which one I am kidding you on. Okay. I don't. I got nothing. I'm ready. I don't. I, I haven't prepared for this. What? You haven't? Are you kidding me? That was good. That was good. Okay, but give me the facts. Uh, um. Uh, uh. I'm so bad at this. You really are. I'm so bad at this. Um. <laughs> I gotta think of something. I know lots of things. You really do. I, I've been told. I'm not seeing it right now. Um. Nope, I got nothing. <laughs> gotcha. No other fandoms we want to tick off today? Oh, last week's episode. That was a good one. Um, Firefly is overrated. No, I'm just kidding. Don't you dare. <laughs> I saw this one thing that was like how to start a fight. And it was like, Mandalorian is better than Firefly. You know why? Second season. It just made me so mad. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, the new Mandalorian started. Yeah. I don't really care. I barely watched the first Mandalorian. Yeah. That that's it. Star Wars, come at us, Star Wars. <laughs> come at us, Star Wars. Disney um, ruined it. Yeah, yeah, they kind of did. I mean, they didn't ruin it because they had female leads. We're big fans of female leads. Uh, they didn't ruin it because of the Asian actress or diversity. Those are all great things. They ruined it because they didn't know what the crap they were doing with anything else. Yeah, and I'm not one of those Last Jedi ruined the serious things i think last jedi was actually pretty good i think episode seven ruins everything episode nine is one of the worst written pieces of junk i've ever seen i haven't seen it yet i kind of want to just watch it it's really bad everything is just like go here and do this thing why go here and do this thing it's like life (laughs) there's an ancient sith dagger i guess they don't say it's ancient but you would assume like ooh, sith dagger really cool but it creates a map if you put it up to the remains of the Death Star that broke like 10 years ago. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see no reason why that wouldn't be the case. <laughs> Clearly when they built the Death Star, they had that in mind. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Old Mads Mikkelsen, he had that figured out when he engineered the Death Star. <laughs> nice Rogue One reference. Rogue One was the best of all of the Star Wars and it was completely pointless. Everybody died. Yeah, it is. It's a heavily pointless movie. Um, I, I didn't even really like it all that much. I like a good, like, what's the word? For a group of people. A, a group of characters. A group oh, of, ensemble cast. An ensemble cast. Ensemble cast. And, a, and like a heist and a hmm. going up against big odds. And it kind of ticked a lot of boxes for me. Okay. Um, I finally saw Solo. Oh, I saw that one. It's, if you, mm, it's bad. It's really bad. It's like, hey, how did Han Solo get everything that is iconic about him in the movies in a weekend? Like, so it's bad. Yeah. But. Real cool. Just putting a lot of thought into it. If you take it as fan fiction and just really want to enjoy Childish Gambino, who I'm blanking on the name of right now. Donald Glover. Donald Glover as Lando. It's That's okay. the main thing that I would want to watch it for. Yeah. What do you I've been rewatching some? Community. Most, mostly the show is incredibly offensive. Oh. Community. But it's also very clever. Hmm. I, w- I really want to watch Community. Didn't they just get a new season and movie today? Season six and a movie? Weren't they confirmed this morning? They already did six seasons. Maybe they're getting a movie. Something, something about Community was trending this morning. Oh, and I'm, I'll have to check it out. I'm missing it. Anyway, if you're yelling about what was... Con- if you're yelling about where the heck did this even come from, <laughs> what are we- I don't remember either. <laughs> But I feel invigorated. I feel like we didn't have a spark until we hit that moment of playing Are You Kidding Me? That's what got us here. Yeah. It's until all- we did that and we got off on this long tangent about how Star Wars is bad, <laughs> but Donald Glover is cool in community. I didn't feel like this was a good show, honestly. You I, were- felt like we were, I felt like we were off. We had to dust the joints off, oil the hinges, and now we're really flowing. <laughs> really, now, we're, now we're grooving. You really didn't feel like things were good? It just, it felt a little off, but oh. I think we're firing on all cylinders now. Maybe you're sleepy. I think I am. Mm. It's it's understandable. But, you know. It's been a long week. Very weird week. Anyway. <laughs> um. Um, Sean does have a line where he's trying to figure out how long he'd have between 8 and 10. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, stinking metric system. Yeah. So... <laughs> That's a thing. Ooh, here. I'll take off people with this one. This is my this is my hot take. Uh, the metric system, while the conversions are better uh, and easier for measuring, Fahrenheit is way better than Celsius. Come at me. That's very true. 
I would agree. This Celsius, makes more sense. Celsius sucks. You may be out there. Well, water boiling at 212 doesn't make any sense. Who cares what water boils? We're people. We're not getting in boiling water. What are you, what are you talking about? I put water in a pot and I put it on the stove. When it boils, it boils. I don't care what degree it is. It's true. It, if I'm working in a science lab, cool. Yeah, I, I might sure. need to know that. I mean, I do know that. And I don't. But that might be more useful to me. But in my normal life, it's like the degrees for like outside temperature make so much more sense. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's 70 or mm-hmm. it's 78 rather than like it's 27 mm-hmm. or 28. Well, and, you know, Fahrenheit, if it's zero degrees, it's too cold to go out without any kind of protection. If it's 100 degrees, it's too hot to go out without any kind of pre- preparation. There you go. It's actually <laughs> made for you as a person. Uh-huh humans where we live there you go metric system your degree system sucks i've also always found miles to be cooler than kilometers why is that they're just longer no they are longer that's true isn't that what it's all about <laughs> we've got the bigger measurements <laughs> except for kilograms kilograms are bigger than pounds but tons are bigger than kilograms <laughs> yes because those are very comparable <laughs> anyway Yes. The, the metric- Season three is going to be defined by our conflict with literally everyone on this planet. <laughs> uh, yeah. We need you, K-pop stands. K-pop, Defend come us. at us. Don't come at us. Come with us. Come with us, yes. Um, then Corey makes the cardinal sin of this episode. He starts talking about Topanga. He's not allowed to do that. She's not in the episode. It's just not right. It's trying to, the, the show is trying to trick us. It is. And to say, oh, Topanga's involved. She's not involved. No, it, it kind of works on me because I was really shocked when Topanga wasn't in this episode. So I guess in my mind, him mentioning her kind of inserts her, her into the episode. Also, many a blockbuster night. How long's it been? Yeah, that's a good question because even Eric says it's still the beginning of the new term. Mm-hmm. So are many they- a blockbuster night. One. <laughs> Maybe for an entire week she's come over to watch a movie? Hey, that is the way to live. <laughs> sure. It's been a long time since I've even been to a movie rental store because they mostly don't exist. Um, but yeah, Topanga's not here again. Just a crime. A crime and a half. A crime and a half. Um, we won't harp on Topanga not being here anymore, but... Yes. And so then... We get another setup where Feeney is talking to Turner and he says, oh, by the way, Monday morning staff meeting, which, by the way, sounds awful to have a staff meeting on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. It does. Absolute, it sounds bad. Absolute garbage. Um, he says, I'm going to be late, so you can just start it without me. And uh, Turner's like, okay. Um, Feeney says he's going to the dentist, but he finds it oddly pleasant to go to the dentist. And so Turner's like, well, maybe they'll find a cavity and you can really yeah, party. party. Get some, have something to be excited about. Uh, two questions about this. Uh-huh. Is he not the principal and can just change a staff meeting? Two, you joke in our Tabletop RPG podcast about the the like chain of command being Feeney, then Turner. Apparently that's very <laughs> true. <laughs> true. He doesn't have an I assistant just, principal. Yeah, no assistant. Marion Stimpleman <laughs> didn't make it very far. Well, he shouldn't have. Marion was the worst. Yeah, I'm really glad he didn't make it past that episode. But like... <laughs> Clearly, the next logical person to run the meeting is Turner. I mean, he's very charismatic, very charming. Has only worked in the school a year. Mm-hmm. Very muscular. He's got. A, he commands a lot of respect. It's true. Um, but yeah, so yeah, he's got. He's got to go to the dentist, yep. and I see no reason to think anything of it. Yeah, to think about anything else. Um, then Eric is ordering the term paper next. Yes, because yes, oh, we forgot to mention Eric has a term paper from oh, yes. last year. That he didn't do. And so Feeney said, you need it to get it to me by Monday or your incomplete becomes an F. Which is ridiculous. That has been a whole summer and he still mm-hmm. isn't incomplete. Like, grades have to be turned in. Yeah. I, yeah well I'm before sure. then. I don't know why this is happening. I'm not sure how that works. Like, can he go back and change his transcript? Apparently so. I think this is, again, just a case of the writers kind of throwing spaghetti and saying, like, these two plots go together. Okay. These kind of lie plots these kind of lie plots and so we're going to just figure out a reason mm-hmm. why he has this late paper at the beginning of the year yeah it's really weird so he's got a paper i don't think they say what it's on but it's on the manhattan project mm-hmm. and then we cut to their kitchen <laughs> yeah, we, we left out the best part 
Oh. When Feeney goes to Eric and he's like, question Mr. Matthews. <laughs> and Eric's like, who's that French guy that fixed the milk? Who's <laughs> the French guy that fixed the milk? Uh, no, I have a question for you. And then they talk for a while. And then in the middle of them talking, he goes, Louis B. Pasteur. <laughs> I pulled out that milk guy, though. Yeah, I got that milk guy, though. Yeah. So he has a turn paper due over the Manhattan Project. Yeah, that the whole setup is for that. Don't know why it couldn't have been due a week ago. And he just got it. He's getting it in a week late. Yeah. Just the start of the year term paper. Time is all messed up. There's been many a blockbuster night yep. had, supposedly in this last week. So, who even knows? Yeah, I, I think it needs to be Boy Meets World canon. Apparently, Cory and Topanga just... Spend every night together. <laughs> yeah, spend every night together watching movies that they rented at Blockbuster. It's so 90s. And speaking of, Eric is ordering his term paper. Yep. By, term papers by Gerard. Term papers by Gerard. Who I thought would be the brought to you by. No. It's Dick's Sporting Goods because of the line we're about to have oh. at the end of this scene. Okay. Well, sure. Uh, yes. He's wanting a term paper on oh. the Manhattan oh. Project. It's my Pinterest time. I thought I got here late Pinterest enough that we wouldn't have to do this. Uh, let's oh, see. Oh, my gosh. Um, no Pinterest emails. What do we got here? Some uh, men's style. Guys, we were we were finally off tangents. We were uh, there. Mode. Hey. Wait, mode? Mode masculine. Oh, I work next to a mode. Is that a... Th- I, th- I just thought it was a local thing. I'm really not sure. Mm. Guys, if there's anything I know less about Ooh. than sports, it's fashion. A lion head ring with an iced out crown. Why, why would you want that? To look cool. Would I look cool with a lion head ring? Your finger would be ice cold because all those diamonds. Oh yeah, that's what the kids say these days. Like ice around my neck. Oh no, that was that was Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> those kids these days. That was Justin um, Timberlake in two thousand. Oh, I do like this Calavera t- this Calavera shirt. What's a Calavera shirt? Calavera. Calavera. The, the um, Day of the Dead skulls. Oh okay. Oh, had a tie ties. Um. Pinterest kind of sucks. I, I agree. I'm sorry, everyone. That was a letdown. It, it is every time. You can stop it right there. We'll <laughs> try to get them next time. I should have clicked on tattoos. You <laughs> or cooking tips. Anybody want a cooking tip? Let's try to redeem this. No. Cooking tip. Why are we doing this? I'm going to get one cooking tip. You couldn't think of any facts to give earlier. It's true. I don't, I don't uh, know what these I These are not tips. You can make easy, cheesy cauliflower rice. Okay, here we go. Stop putting cauliflower in everything and calling it other things. It's just cauliflower. <laughs> Come at me. Come at me. Oh, but I do like spaghetti squash spaghetti. I mean, that's very good, but you're not just saying it's spaghetti. It's spaghetti squash, which is a whole separate thing. I guess that's true. This is just saying, look, it's cauliflower everything. Nobody likes cauliflower. Stop trying to make it be in everything. I, I haven't had cauliflower enough to have an opinion cauliflower on this. Cauliflower steak? No, thank you. It's just cauliflower. Cauliflower? That, that's not a thing. It is. I've heard about cauliflower pizza crust. Mm-hmm. They, they'll take that cauliflower and cut it to where it's like that thick and put it on a grill with some spices and marinade and stuff and say it's a cauliflower steak. It's just grilled cauliflower. Yeah, that... Okay. Cauliflower steak, I'm, I'm with you. I'm okay. with you. Come uh, at us. Did you know... Here's, here's my random fact. The original jack-o'-lanterns were turnips. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that because you could carry them on a stick. Mm-hmm. It's true. And the whole myth of Jack of the Lantern. Mm-hmm. Jack of the Lantern. Spooky story. Look it up. Spooky. I just burped. Oh, chance. <laughs> um, anyway. Yes. Where are we? Um, what are we doing? He's ordering the term paper. He's order, ordering the term paper. Term papers by Gerard. Bibliography. Go ahead and slap one of those puppies on there. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Corey's talking to him about it, and then we get another classic 90s joke where Corey's just like, how do you have the money to pay for this? You don't have a credit card. And he's like, yes, I do. They sent me one. I'm like, can you believe it? Mm-hmm. Were you with us freshman year of college when our big group of friends that we were in went to McAllister's to sign up for credit cards for a free meal? No. <laughs> Thanks for the invite. I barely knew you back then. It was like... We could have become friends so much sooner. It's true. We... See, McAllister... Or, uh, credit card companies used to rent out restaurants. There's laws passed that they cannot do this anymore. Probably smart. But they would rent out restaurants, and you could go, and you could fill, sign up for a credit card, and if you did so, they would uh, give you a free meal. So me and some people who have been on this podcast, Ricky, 
Adam, um, and uh, a lot of older kids who had done this that kids. told us about it. Uh, older college, college students. students who had told us about it. We all went and we all made up fake identities and fake addresses. Uh, that's when I made up Freddie Fredrickson. That's a good name. Yeah, Freddie Fredrickson was my alternate identity. Uh, I think he was from Indiana. I don't know why. And uh, yeah, we filled it out and then we got free McAllister's. Worth it, I say. It was. It was worth it. Good old Freddie Fredrickson. Freddie Fredrickson. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that's what that joke reminded me of, of like credit card companies doing that. So kids will... I mean kids, college students. Mm-hmm. Basically kids. It's predatory. Little tykes. Pretty much children. Um, will come and sign up for credit cards. But yes, it's a very 90s joke. Credit card companies are not allowed to do this anymore. Which is good. Um, so Corey's making fun of him there. Um, then Eric turns around... And I forget exactly why he says it. But he tells Corey, life's tough, get a helmet. Yes. Like the classic Boy Meets World brother quote. Uh-huh. Little bro, life's, life's tough, tough, get a helmet. helmet. Smacks him on the head. Yep. Uh, it's because he got a call from Topanga. Oh, He right. didn't take a message. He didn't tell Corey. And it's too late now. Right. I forget because Topanga's not in this episode. Yeah. Even though they're trying to trick us into thinking she is. She isn't. She is not. Uh, but then Eric, or not Eric, Eric's already there. We're starting this again. Mm-hmm. Sean comes in. Sean comes in, and Eric says, why don't you guys just wear one big shirt? <laughs> He's just really on something in this episode. Something under his collar. Uh, they, Eric and Corey have maybe the most brother energy they've ever had in this scene. Mm-hmm. It is good brother energy. There's conflict. There's mocking. You know, like brothers. Yeah. They're, it's familiar. Just a back and forth. Um, I, I'm wondering if this is when... Ben Savage and Wilfredell like started becoming friends or something, but yeah, there is a good energy to it. Yeah. Um. But then uh, Sean is there. Eric leaves. Corey's giving Sean the update. Like my parents had reservations at Hillside Grill, but I canceled them, so they're gonna have to wait an hour. So by the time they even get home, you'll already be on your second date. Mm-hmm. He's trying to give Sean as much uninterrupted time to make out with this girl uh, as he possibly can. Mm -hmm. Because as we know right after this, that Sean is resting his lips. Yes, he is resting his lips. And so for the the rest of us talking about this scene, we're going to do so resting our lips. I don't think that's a good idea. The audio is very bad. Yeah, the audio is not very good if we rest our lips. I am resting my lips. I mean, you got a wife. Maybe you should rest your lips. I don't know. Um, That was very fun. Anyway, yes. uh, And Sean is dedicating this date to Corey. It's like, how do you respond to that? How do you respond to that? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Next scene, Sean's making out with Veronica Watson on the couch. Mm -hmm. That's what you do when you date. When you're Sean Hunter. Yeah, that's what you do when you date sometimes. Anyway, um, we... Yeah. We get a shot of them making out. Again, want to point out, 8th graders. Mm-hmm. And we're just, just watching it. We're just watching 8th graders go to town on each other's face. She goes, I like your lips. And he... and They're so... And Sean just says, well rested. <laughs> yep. Which is, which is funny. Um, and then Amy and Alan get home. Mm-hmm. And Alan... Amy's like, oh, I'm not here. Yep. Don't worry about me. And then Alan's like, oh, but I'm here. Yes. Um... And Alan, again, is looking really good in his season one, where he's got the jeans and a blazer. Yeah, button-up shirt and a blazer. And he said he looked really good. He still does. Yeah. He's a handsome man, that Alan Matthews. He really is. Um, I don't like Alan in this scene. I'm not sure I like Alan as a character at all. I don't, this is a developing opinion. Yeah. It's kind of like the Mr. Feeny thing caught us by surprise. Yeah. Yeah, and I I can remember like a few endearing moments that are coming in the series. Maybe it'll redeem him, but I, I, almost every time Alan's on screen, I'm just like, no, I don't, that's good. I don't want this. Um, I mean, the fence episode. He was that was his peak. Mm-hmm. peak. Oh, no, peak, peak Alan was episode two. Yeah, peak Alan was episode two. After that, it's all it's all downhill. It's all bad misogynist jokes, like being the bad guy. I mean, in this case, you probably should be the bad guy. Because, again, they're 8th graders and they're just making out on your couch. Mm-hmm. It's true. And they're, but they're also 8th graders making out on the couch when clearly two other boys are home. <laughs> like, what's happening? Is Eric technically the babysitter? 
It's not going well. He's not earning his money. He is not. He'll never be able to pay for that term paper by Gerard. No. No, no, no. Um, but yes, yeah, so the parents leave. Corey stays. He's like, oh no, I'll leave too. Sure. Yes. So then Sean's like, well, where were we? And they try to start kissing again. The doorbell rings. Eric runs down. Yeah. Thinking it's his term paper. But Turns it out is. it's... Dun, dun, dun. Mr. Feeney. <laughs> I don't uh, know why I'm doing that I today. don't know. <laughs> it's a good bit. Is it? Is it? It's better than his Pinterest bit. No, my Pinterest <laughs> bit is gold. They just didn't work out very well. <laughs> Cauliflower. Cauliflower rice is the strongest thing that it gave me. <laughs> oh, my, my life is a joke. My Pinterest is a joke. You know... I don't even know why I have one. If this episode turns out horrible, at least we're having fun. It, I'm saying it's turned around big time. It, we're, having, we're having a good time. Um, so then John's just like, Mr. Feeney, welcome to my date. He just <laughs> looks at him and says, I thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, happy to happy to be here. Sure. And uh, this joke is so heavy-handed. It's so heavy-handed. It's really funny. <laughs> it's really funny, but it's also like the build-up is so unrealistic. Like, I don't know, it was hard for me. Yeah, Feeney's just like... You thought you could get away with it. I I thought I had a chance. You never guess what turned up at my door. I know, Mr. Feeney. What I have here in my hand... I'm so sorry, Mr. Feeney. Receipt for $3.75. Pay up, bucko. Oh, I can't get anything past you. Here's a five. Keep that change. Oh, goody. Early retirement. This, this was our dramatic reading. We will now take a bow. In our audio media. Yes. I'll probably cut that out because it just looks like dead air. But we did it. <laughs> we took a bow. Um, yeah. It's a really heavy-handed joke. It, 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 it's funny, but it's uh, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Amy and Alan come back in like, oh, George, have some coffee. Amy has taken her jacket off. And she's wearing this kind of sleeveless white vest shirt thing. And I think she looks like a blackjack dealer. Oh, I can see that. Sure, yeah. Just like really strong blackjack dealer vibes. The fashions of the 90s were wild. Earlier, Sean's outfit at school, the very first scene, his vest was just like the ugliest thing I think I've ever seen. Well, his vest would be fine or his shirt would be fine. It's like the weirdly patterned vest on the weirdly patterned shirt. Mm-hmm. It's just like, why is uh, why, why is it so busy? Yeah. Why are we got to be so busy right now? I mean, was busyness like that really in style in the 90s? Like, patterns on top of patterns? I don't know. If you know fashion, tweet at us. Or email us. Anything. Because we want to know. We haven't plugged our Twitter or email in a while. No. We need to do that at the end of this episode. We do. Uh, This has been Chance (laughs) Gives Uh, Podcast Notes. Chance remembers that we need to do something later. (laughs) Um, So, Corey's like, people, he's on his date. That's Veronica Watson. For crying out loud. And then everybody just like looks. Yeah, The joke about them saying her name dramatically and then everybody looking at her is, is a good joke. I think it's very funny. It's like, that's Veronica Watson. And everyone's just got to like stop what they're doing and mm-hmm. stare at her. Um, I, was not, I was not a popular girl in high school. I don't know what it was like. Yeah, we, we don't know what Veronica Watson's... Life is like... If so we you were a popular talk. girl in school, tweet at us. Yeah. Let us know. If you were a popular girl in high school, unlike Cameron and I, who were <laughs> unpopular girls, um, yeah, let us know. Let us know, what your, let us know what your experience was like. Yeah. Or don't. Or don't. Live your life. Let, yeah. Do, do what you want. Um, anyway, the next scene, Alan is driving Sean and Veronica to drop. Who? I'm Veronica sorry. Watson. Oh, okay. Okay. Veronica <laughs> Watson. Um, and they're trying to like make out in the back of the car and Alan's like don't make me come back there I'll turn this car around mm-hmm. um, and all of that and then he finally goes and drops her off and she just gets out of the car and he's like Sean you're forgetting something and he tries to tip him Yeah, he's like oh sorry he's like no walk your date to the door I don't think so because if I get out of this car I ain't coming back I ain't never coming back which does beg the question why not just go to Veronica's house that's true I've often <laughs> Apparently she dates around a lot, so her family wouldn't be surprised, Well, you would think. What we're about to learn is her family is very lax about her coming and going. Mm-hmm. So, Big time. Yeah. Um, so then we cut to... Because it's only 10. It's 10 o'clock. Yeah. End of the date. It's 10 o'clock. 
Mm-hmm. And it's just about to start popping off. Yeah. We've actually gotten through very little of the episode. Uh, it cuts to the boys in Corey's room as Sean is pacing. Mm-hmm. Corey's like, just take another shower. And he goes, I can't. I used up all the cold water. Just oh. used it all up. Okay. Just himbo Sean. Yeah, Sean's being a himbo. Um, and then he's like, I got to get out of here. I got to see her. Opens the window. And Corey's like, what a shocker. <laughs> Sean Hunter. Sneaking out after curfew. <laughs> You think any time you stay at my house, you could actually, I don't know, stay at my house? (laughs) He does stay in The Fugitive. It's true. It's true. He does spend a few nights there, right? Mm -hmm. At least two. Secretly. But as far as we know, that's the only time. Mm -hmm. But he tries to go out the back window. And he's like, Corey, your parents are making out in the back patio. And Corey's response is just, God bless him. (laughs) He's just like, I don't know how to respond, so... God bless him. <laughs> and Sean's like, okay, to get out, I'm going to go up the chimney, over the roof, <laughs> down the drain pipe. And he's like, Sean, that, the front door, that big hunk of wood in the front of my house, it's open. My parents are on the back porch. Me, go out the front door. It's yeah. just crazy enough to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his next scene. Next scene is just Sean has Veronica Watson at Turner's apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, welcome to Hotel Del Sean. And he opens the door and turns on the light. And who is there but Mr. Turner? Dun, dun, dun. And his date? Chris. Dun, dun, dun. Um, That's what I was pointing for. Okay. Well, you did it. And it was great. Uh, yeah. You did wonderfully. This Thank is a very you. musical episode. Not again. We're not doing that again. <laughs> uh, no, no. I can sing Go the Distance from Hercules. Nope. Not happening. Um, so, Mr. Turner lied. Mr. He Turner said he was lied. going to a wedding. He did not. First, he gets really mad at Sean for well, doing this. We got it. I, I really like the first joke. When they're like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? And Sean turns to his date. This is bad. Uh, Turner turns to his date. This is bad. And then Veronica looks at Turner's date. Is this bad? And his date replies, yeah, honey. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad and then sean is like it's not what it looks like and then turner's like well what what is it then he's like well she you're her her favorite teacher and she just wanted to see where you live next stop feenies and they try to leave Uh uh-huh doesn't work and then a stranger takes veronica home Uh uh-huh just throwing that out there just a different time (laughs) different time uh but yes a stranger takes a 15 year old girl home a simpler time. A simpler time. While Turner and Sean get into a fight uh-huh. because they lied to each other. But Turner also feels justified in his lie, which he is not, by the way. Well, Sean didn't lie. Sean that's, has not lied. That's true. That's why the name The Double Lie, what it makes you think of, doesn't make sense. There's other lies mm-hmm. in the episode. I think this is more of a triple lie episode. But Sean's not lying. Technically, Feeney isn't lying either. He's... Technically, we're not there yet. Eric is lying. Turner is lying. Yeah. That's the double lie. Yeah, because Eric's not lying. lying. Mm -hmm. I agree. We could potentially have a third lie. Yes. Which, when we get to it, we can unpack. Mm -hmm. But Sean's not lying. He can, he's deservedly, Turner's deservedly mad at him. Mm -hmm. He should be very upset and not be okay with this. But Sean didn't lie. That's true. Sean didn't lie. I am, I am right there with you in that idea. Sean was not being a good kid. Nope. But he was not lying. Um, and then Sean storms off. Uh-huh. And Turner, I guess, waits to go after him? This was my unclearness. Like, why did he not just follow him? <laughs> yeah. How did Sean get away? Mm-hmm. Because Turner, like, drives all the way to the Matthews and looks around town for Sean. Did Sean jump out the window? <laughs> Sean has teleportation magic. Apparently, Sean can teleport. I was just like... He teleported to Veronica Watson. What's the time? What time is it right now? Because if he dropped them off at 10, brought them back, Sean took a shower long enough to use all the cold water, leaves, walks to Veronica Watson's house, takes her to Turner's house, and then leaves from there. 11.30? Would that just be an hour and a half? How far apart do these people live? 
I mean, it seems to be a suburb that's very close-knit. Everything seems to be kind of in the walking distance. I guess Corey walks over to Turner's house quite a bit. Yeah, Corey... They walked over there before. Corey walks to Turner's house. It's just, I feel like a high-rise sort of apartment building like that near a residential neighborhood. Well, and the trailer park is within walking distance as well. Yeah, it's a very interesting urban planning situation. Did Turner drop Sean off on his motorcycle? Drop him off where? At the Matthews house originally. Or did Sean just walk over with his duffel bag? Could have done that, taken it to school. Well, but Sean wasn't there right when school got out. He came later. True. I think this is a very, very small suburb. It has to be. And all the kids go to the same school. All the kids go to the same school? Makes sense. Um, yeah. Anyway, anyway let's go with 1130. Okay, it's 1130. Still kind of late. Um, but then, yeah, Sean takes off and Turner... Let's him go. <laughs> yeah. That was the thing that was just sticking out to me the whole episode. Is like, why did he just let him leave? How did Sean get away from Turner? Mm-hmm. It does bring up a good point, though, um, as they're fighting. Um, when, But again, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Wait, okay. It's a good point, but it's a bad point because we've already established Sean's not lying. Yes. But um, I guess he did lie saying that we're not here for the reasons you think we're here. Mm-hmm. That's minor. Um but Turner's mad at him, and he's saying, it's different that I did what I did than what you're doing. And he's like, oh, because I'm an adult. He's like, oh, so you can lie, but I can't. Mm-hmm. But again, Sean's not lying. Yeah. But there's this idea of, like, there's certain behavior that's acceptable for adults to do that's unacceptable for children to do. Like that, or we refer to things like, this is adult language. Or, like, movies are for adults because it contains these certain kinds of actions. Which says, like, when you're an adult, these things are okay for you to do. When they're really not. Yeah. Or maybe they were always okay when you were a kid, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, both can be true. Yeah. It kind of puts a weird hierarchy in place. Now, I'm not saying as an adult you can't get drunk. Sure. Why not? As an adult behavior. Like, I'm not saying you can't, but, like... It's just as wise for you as it is for a 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. Like, like Maybe your brain is a little more developed to be able to handle it, but it's still just like, should you be more in control of your faculties? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. And we're not saying, like, don't get drunk. Get drunk all you want. But, like, don't put yourself on a higher echelon because you're... An adult. An adult. Yeah, like, if something's wrong for your kid, you should probably be thinking about why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to things like lying. Yeah, just don't lie. Yeah, lying is bad. Anyway, that that was something that stuck out. Stuck out. Stuck out. Stuck out. Stuck out. Uh, I really enjoyed your, like, (laughs) realization. Hold on. This episode brings me good points. Except except it doesn't. It's bad. (laughs) That's very good. I mean, the good point is that there isn't behavior that is adult. Okay for adults, but bad for kids. Yeah. But it's bad because Sean wasn't lying. Yes. Yeah. You, you are resp- more responsible for yourself as a... Well, I mean, by Sean's age, I was responsible for myself. But that's a different story for a different time. <laughs> Actually, that's a story we've already had. It's true. So it is a different time. A time we've already had. A time in the past. Uh, Sh- uh, Turner goes to... Uh, the Matthews house. The Matthews house. Pulls up on his motorcycle, and then Feeney comes out. He's like, is that your motorcycle? Mm-hmm. Now remember, it is Saturday night. Uh-huh. At least 11.30 yeah. later, probably. Yeah. Because Sean got away from Turner. This is still my sticking point. How did Sean get away from Turner? <laughs> Turner has a bike. What's happening? I guess Sean could have used a like a pedal bike and like but still and cut through some places that cut. Turner couldn't have. But it just shouldn't have. It shouldn't have happened. <laughs> yeah, it's my sticking. He point. He should have stopped episode. him. Yeah, as Sean tried to get away to get to the elevator or the stairs, Turner would probably be able to cut him off. Yeah, like was he just like, oh, I'm gonna give Sean a 15 minute head start? He needs his space. He's just going out there to think. <laughs> no, he's not. You know this kid. You know he's going to run. Yeah. That's what he does. So I guess Turner's been looking all over for Sean. Feeney's like, is that racket you? It sounds like a space shuttle because he's a commercial. <laughs> you and your motorbike, you, you yep. crazy man. And uh, Feeney goes, I always knew that living arrangement between you two could ruin one's personal lives. My personal life isn't ruined, George. I meant mine. <laughs> At which point we hear from inside the house, like, where are the towels, George? Yep. Mr. Feeney, all the adults in this episode, 
and some of the kids in this episode are just kind of getting a little randy. Yeah, this episode is oddly about making out. Like, and more. The only one that's implied more is Feeny. Well, I think uh, Alan and Amy. Amy coming up. Yes, mm-hmm. Alan and Amy coming up. But at this point, it's just implied that they were making out on the back porch. Mm-hmm. So far. Um. Yeah. Um, and then Feeney goes back in the house, and he's like, again, Monday. I'll be late. I'll be late. And he's like, dentist appointment? Well, she is my dentist. Which, okay, it is Saturday night. So I'm just going to say it. Are we supposed to assume that Feeney intends to bang this woman until late, late Sunday night? Maybe <laughs> they're going to go on a road trip to a farmer's market. Chance, there's more to life than that. I, th- not what this episode is implying, No. This you just you just got your one track mind. This you can't episode think about anything else. This episode is implying that Feeney and this woman have gotten it on this evening, and with him reminding Jonathan, I think he's bragging. To be honest, because he's like <laughs> in more than twenty four hours time. I'll be late. For I'll work. be late. For work. I think they're going to sleep late, get a nice brunch, hit up the farmers market. Maybe go catch a show, have a late night, and then he's just going to be late for work. He's the principal. He deserves a good time every once in a while. Why did you, Maybe she just needed a towel to clean up a spill. No, I'm not saying that. that that's not. That's happening. Feeney's in a robe. We don't need to continue to dwell on this. Feeney has gotten it on at least once, mm-hmm. is what you're saying. At least once. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, and there we go. There mm-hmm. that is. So Turner goes to the door, and Alan is like, "This isn't a good time." Um, he's like, "Sean took off." Of course he did. And I, I wasn't able to stop him. <laughs> Just slipped right through my hands. Shawnee. Sean is like the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he comes in. Like Sean, could you come down here? It's Corey. I don't know where he Sean's is. Sean's not here, and I don't know where he is, and that's perfect. Yes. I don't have to cover for him. Yep. He's like, it's good to tell the truth for once. And then he looks at uh, Mr. Turner. Aren't you supposed to be in Pittsburgh? <laughs> and uh, Turner rightfully is like, that hurt. Mm-hmm. Turner. I think he learned something here. I do, too. He but- even refers to him, his actions as a shenanigan. Mm-hmm. Turner has a Feeney shenanigan. Or Feeney affiliation. shenanigan. <laughs> Feeney's dentist is having a Feeney shenanigan. That was kind of a dirty <laughs> joke, Cameron. Thank you. Thank you. Feeney shenanigan. Okay. <laughs> a Philly shenanigan. Yes. Tur- well, but Turner learned something, so it can't be uh-huh. a Philly shenanigan. I guess that's true. Maybe, well, Sean kind of learned something. Maybe. Maybe This may be a Sean-specific Philly shenanigan episode. Anyway, yes. Uh, then they have this heartfelt talk about how parents make mistakes. One time, Alan let left it, lost Eric at an amusement park, and he rode the roller coaster Colossus. for six hours straight. Mm-hmm. And then I don't really. This joke is what it is. Eric's like, "Huh? The Manhattan Project didn't even happen in Manhattan. It happened in New Mexico. Why don't you call it, it the New, New Mexico, Mexico Project? Project? Who's, Who's gonna, gonna know? know?" He sits down at the table. I could have been a scientist. <laughs> Six hours. Yeah. Around and around. Um, sure. This is fine. I think it's because Turner's just feeling like I, I'm in over my head. Mm-hmm. Like I was just trying to do this and I thought this was the only way that I could make it happen. Mm-hmm. Like just having some time by myself with my girlfriend. And um, Alan's just like, parents do stupid stuff a lot. Yeah, parents do stupid stuff a lot. Parents are people. Mm-hmm. Amy comes down the stairs. We got to talk about this for a second. Corey and Eric are very much awake and active in the house. Uh-huh. And she announces all of these things. <laughs> that the, the bathtub t- is full, the candles are lit, and Jonathan's here. <laughs> yes. Like it is if this scene didn't show that maybe maybe Alan and Amy are just really open with their sex lives, I guess. I don't know. But Corey and I mean, Eric just walks in. He doesn't announce himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. It is what it is. Um, it is what it is. He will be have uh, Alan and Amy will be having a Feeney shenanigan as well. <laughs> no, they will not. <laughs> Feeney is next door. 
Um, oh, anyway. A Feeny shenanigan actually has to involve Feeny. Feeny. Okay. I was just thinking you were using it as a euphemism. No. Feeny is in- directly involved. Oh, so it is only sex with Feeny. Uh-huh. Got it. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So that's this scene. It is what it is. Uh-huh. It's, 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 it's fairly heartfelt between the two of them. Yeah, it's, it's a nice enough moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Turner goes home because he can't seem to find Sean. Because he let him go. He really isn't a good parent. He's not good at this. I, w- I was thinking during the uh, during my like note-taking of this episode, I was like, I wonder if anyone else realizes that there's no reason Turner should have lost Sean in the first place. <laughs> no one's calling into question his ability to uh, do this. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they, have, they, they get back and they have a heart-to-heart about needing space and... Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Just this, like, I think the most important part in terms of character development is just like when one of us gets, so when someone gets upset, you don't just like run off. Yeah, you don't. Like one of us doesn't leave because that's all Sean's seen mm-hmm. up to this point with his parents is like his mom gets upset and runs off mm-hmm. and his dad goes and gets her and brings her back and just like repeat that loop forever until it gets way out of hand yeah. and she takes the house. Uh, Quick callback to... 222 and 223 that whole idea of like oh this went wrong take off very realistic that's called abandonment issues i have them too (laughs) i mean as i was seeing it i was like oh this really connects like this is continuing yeah showing us what sean has been through and so yeah i mean i feel like that's part of sean's character is like something overwhelms him gets too much and he just leaves yeah yeah well in sean's case he leaves before he thinks other people will make him leave Mm -hmm. like yeah, but he's definitely he's definitely showing some real classic abandonment issue symptoms. Uh, symptoms that I still have to actively fight in my own brain today. Delightful. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Abandonment's weird. Anyway. Isn't the mind wonderful? Um, but yeah, so they have a good co- talk. Um, and then at the end, Turner's like, your move. Sean's like, what, what are you talking about? And he goes, Veronica's behind the couch, right? <laughs> I was this close to telling you, man. <laughs> She pops up. Hi, Mr. Turner. Nice place. Yep. And then he goes, it's Veronica Watson. And Turner just, like everyone, just turns and looks at her. (laughs) Again, by this point, like it was already 1130 when Sean brings her back. Then he leaves and brings her back again. Yeah. It's well after midnight. One o'clock is fairly conservative. And she, her parents are just letting her go. Yeah, they let her leave and come back. I guess she could sneak out. Yeah, that may be. That may be. It is Veronica Watson, for crying out loud. Veronica Watson. Um, yeah, and then we have a little tag at the end where Feeney comes and um, it's like, the strangest thing, I know your paper was over the uh, Manhattan Project, but this is a paper about Abraham Lincoln. By Sh- From Sean Hunter about a- Abraham Lincoln. Uh, it's like this is the same one written by Sean Hunter, Abraham Lincoln, the best beard in history. I particularly like his <laughs> comparative analysis. Colonel Sanders, what's up with that? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, and uh, he's like, uh, no, Mr. Feeney, I, I paid for this paper. I mean, I wrote this paper. I wrote, wrote this paper. You caught me, Mr. Feeney. I bought it through a term paper writing service. Oh, term papers by Gerard. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they're like, well, that doesn't explain how my paper got switched with Hunter's. And then Corey comes and he's just like, life's tough. Get a helmet. Smacks him on the head and runs away. Yep. And, and Eric then, says, I gotta go make more room at the breakfast table. We learn that there's a direct line between the turn they make at the top of the stairs and the back hallway. So, mm-hmm. Which we'd assumed. Yeah. You can assume But that. now we can confirm. So, yeah, and then... Credits. The credits roll. That's that, it. That's the episode. All right. What did you rate it? Um... My initial thought was an 8. I think I'm going to drop it down to a 7. I think I had an 8. I'm going to stick with an 8. Really? Okay. I think it's a good episode. Even though I don't know why Turner let Sean go. (laughs) Well, not having... Not having um, Topanga... Really brought it down. Is a real real letdown. If Topanga was there, she wouldn't have let Sean go. I don't know why she would have been there. (laughs) Yes. It's true. And, you know, fully knowing that Turner is looking for Sean... But how did Sean get away from Turner in the first place? Even fully knowing that, I gave it an 8. It's not that. It's just like, Topanga wasn't there. These are 8th graders, and it is an episode all about making out, and that seems weird to me. It's not a bad episode. 
It's definitely funny. It's a good episode. Mm, I enjoy it. So I gave it an eight. Yeah, I enjoy it. There are just some problems I have. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to give it a seven. I'm going to drop it a point from where I want. MVP? Sean. Sean. Yeah. He's, Who else? He's great in the whole episode. I'm resting my lips. Uh, through the naming of the episode, I'm just going to rest my lips the whole time. Okay. I named it Boy Meets Veronica Watson. Um, that's going to be the title. I did Boy Meets Turn Papers by Gerard. This is excellent audio. Mm-hmm. Okay. Boy Meets Veronica Watson. Boy Meets Veronica Watson. If you didn't pick up on that, we determined the title of the episode is Boy Meets Veronica Watson. Yep. Not Boy Meets Turn Papers by Gerard. Though, he does directly meet Durham Papers by Gerard. Mm-hmm. So my title is good, too. It is good. But for... it's just Gerard getting shut out at both places in the episode, of the, our episode, where he could have been. Mm-hmm. Really had his name up in lights. Yeah. Turn Papers by Gerard, you're my MVP. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Sean Hunter is. Sean is. Get out of here, Sorry, Gerard. Gerard. Every time I hear Gerard, I think Gerard Way from uh, My Chemical Romance. Oh, yeah. And the writer of the Umbrella Academy. Wait, is this the same guy? Uh-huh. I didn't know that. He does a bunch of other comic stuff now, too. Oh. A lot of on, like, DC Young Animal imprint. Oh. Okay. I think he did some Doom Patrol. I, I do love the Doom Patrol. I don't know what's anyway, going on with them these there's, days. There's Gerard for you. Term papers by Gerard. So I like to think it's Gerard Way writing some papers before he got real big. Before he got real big as a writer. And My Chemical Romance. That's fair. Uh, it's a good episode. It really is. Um... It's very enjoyable to watch. Veronica Watch and Joke is funny. I like it. Yep, it is. It's a good episode of Boy Meets World. Yeah, it's enjoyable. It's not a great episode of Boy Meets World, but it's good. It's good. It's good. What did we rate last week's? Do you remember? I think I gave it a 7. I think you might have given it a 7. Yeah. I think I would rather watch last week's episode than this one's. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Anyway, none of this matters. I don't matters. have to hear Corey say, I miss her even more. Well, she's um, here. Oh, I forgot. See... <laughs> 301, the iconography of the episode really elevates it. Uh-huh. Like, But the minutiae. Yeah. Like, I hated Corey in this episode 301 so mm-hmm. 302 much. is fine because he's not really a major player. Yeah. But I, now that I see her here, I miss her even more. Shut up. <laughs> this is going to be our callback the whole time. Come at us, Corey. Corey Matthews. Uh, ben Savage, we love you. Come on the show. Corey Matthews. Shut up. Just shut up. Um, yeah, that's the episode. There uh, it is. Calling back to a thing earlier. Hey, we have a Twitter and an email at bgworldfever and bgworldfever at gmail.com. I'm so glad you remembered. I know, right? Uh, we want your feedback. Tell us tell us all of the things. Would mm-hmm. you date Veronica Watson when you were in eighth grade? Don't. Was there a Veronica Watson? Yeah. Were you a Veronica Watson? As we established, we were not. Never have I ever been. Has a uh, group of boys ever stampeded to ask you out on a date uh were you ever a boy in a stampede to ask a girl out on a date both seem laughable to me <laughs> um, maybe that's the point maybe that's the point um remember to leave us a review if you're listening Ooh. on apple podcasts we have a few reviews if you want to write a little something that'd be cool too um, we should we, we have a couple written reviews we should shout out the people who have written us a review i mean it's just the same too Oh, really? I thought we had had more written reviews since then. No, just the two. I just checked earlier today. Okay. Well, still, please review us. Uh, even if you don't ri- have a written review, a star rating review would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is true that the more reviews and the more five-star reviews a podcast has, the more... Like visibility. The more visibility they have. Um, our numbers have been going way up, mm-hmm. so that's been exciting. Uh, a lot more people are listening. So, hey, all you people listening. Um, Thanks. You're probably not going to after this episode anymore. And if you listen to my podcast, I will come to each and every one of you and say, Hey, thanks. Are you kidding me? I just wanted to say that. (laughs) I am, because that'd be impossible. We have listeners all over the world. We do. A lot in India. Hello, India. We love you. Come on the show. You and the K-pop stands. (laughs) All of India and all the K-pop stands. Wonderful episode. But no, I, I really do like India. I've got a lot of friends from Mumbai. Uh, they tell me a lot of great things. I'd love to visit someday. Yeah. Uh, if you're from somewhere other than Mumbai, I'm sure your place is great, too. That's just where we know. Yeah, that's just where we know. Um, yeah, that's the episode. Thank there you, Dizzy yeah. Parker. Mm-hmm. For the use of our theme song. You can check out all of his other stuff if you just click the link in the episode description. Mm-hmm. 
um, super talented. Yeah, mm. he's super talented, super good. Um, we are very thankful to having a real theme song uh, that sounds good. Tweet yeah. Dizzy about our theme song. For sure. Um, something weird about recording so far in advance, like it's Halloween right now, but this and the last episode will both come out after the election in the United States. Ooh. And so I don't know what the climate will be. I could see it kind of going poorly either way. So just really want to encourage you all to like take time to care for yourselves, reach out to people around you, like to love on them, um, and keep... Fighting the good fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if the world is sad, we're sorry. We hope we can provide some levity. Sorry we've been in like kind of a weird place the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. I've been having a lot of fun going on our fun tangents, but... Yeah. So, maybe, yeah, this could provide a little levity. Yeah. Um, either way. Because I, I could see it going Tanking. poorly either way. Uh, yeah. I'm really enjoying season three. Uh, we're going to we're gonna get into it. I'm going to make sure that next week's episode is the right one real quick. Uh, Cameron's going to fill for time. I'm filling for th- time. Um, I So anyway, there's... Um, and, um, <laughs> so there's this video game. It's called Hades. It's really good. I'm just going to plug it. If you like video games, you should play this one. Also, if you like to laugh, you should watch the show Taskmaster on YouTube. If you need a laugh right now, pull up Taskmaster Season 1. And really enjoy yourself, um, because I laugh so hard every time. So there's my picks for the week. Come join us next week. I'll probably give you the same picks, because they're both still very good. Uh, what I meant to say is next week's episode. Which is correct on Disney+. Plus. Which is, wow, I can't believe we're already at that episode. It's very early. It's too early. I, I mean, that's kind of the point. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so, yeah. What I meant to say... Yeah, so it is correct on there. Sorry I made you feel for time. It's not Sorry. easy to be put on the spot. It's not. I was like, should I sing sing another song? But we're not doing that again. Um, anyway, from all of us here at Boy Meets World Fever, he's Fred Fredrickson, and I'm Cameron. So long, world. <laughs> You're just, so, <laughs> so long, world. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. When this boy meets world.